Records. I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch. Bitch. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen. Um, I just got on Spotify, I think, last week. So if you are a Spotify user, please follow me on Spotify and um, please continue to subscribe wherever you listen. Please. And once again, thank you so much to all of you who listen. And let's get into this week's episode. So today, my co-host is... Lula Duale. I'm so excited. Let them know what your Instagram is. Oh, it's I Run With Lula. I-R-U-N-W-I-T-H-L-U-L-A. Lula's big on Instagram. Am I? Lula, you're... You're 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 getting there. Like I'm seeing you on my popular page. Stop playing. Send me no, screenshots. People are <laughs> constantly sharing you. Oh. Constantly, uh, yeah, sharing you on. Like I always see you on my Insta stories. That's and wild your to me. And things from your. You have a daily. Yeah. Well, it's Monday through Friday, right? Mm-hmm. You have a daily like email that goes out, and you choose a to- a different topic every single day. Right. And so yeah, just let them know a little bit about you. Oh my you. god, that makes me so excited. Um, we were talking briefly, and I, I just can't believe you're even subscribed to the newsletter. I am. I don't know why. Like it kind of shocks me when like when people like say that they're following me or that something I talked about really touched them. But, um, you know, I feel like I've always been a writer at heart, but a lot of the times our passions get away from us because life gets in the way Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to get back into writing I just didn't know how um I don't even know how the idea of creating a newsletter came to me but I just thought you know what I have this base of women who follow me on social who send me messages and I don't know if this is translated from my tumblr days or if they just remember memory remember me from my tumblr days but I feel honored that women send me messages talking about their personal stories and some of the struggles that they're going through. So I thought, you know, why not share my own stories of success and struggles in this newsletter? So every single day I release this newsletter at 6 a.m. and I talk about things that inspire me, things that I'm struggling with, uh, things that I know that, you know, my fellow sister is probably struggling with too. And I never want another woman to feel siloed in her struggles. Um, So it's a lot of the reason why I created um, this newsletter and I'm, I'm really excited um, about women who will reach out to me and tell me that they either felt something after they read my, read my newsletter or you know they feel inspired now because that's ultimately what I want that's really dope and I really love your writing style um, before we started recording I was telling Lula like I remember when you had a tumblr <laughs> way back when I think this is even before like Instagram was yeah. like a thing thing how it is now um when tumblr when everyone like used tumblr i i found you on tumblr and i would always like i started following you because i like the way you dressed and then you used to also write on there yeah so i was following you for a long long time and then i think when like tumblr faded out mm-hmm. i like you know you just go to instagram but expecting to see the same people there and i don't think like I literally haven't found you up until a few weeks ago when some of the people who I was following, you had put up a video and you were like, act up, sis. Yeah. And everyone kept (laughs) reposting it. And I was like, oh, shit, I know that face. (laughs) So then I go, I follow you. And then I also see that 
shit i lost my train of thought yeah but so anyways so i went i followed you i saw that you had a newsletter so i signed up for it but yeah. i was just like it's so crazy to me how like the transition yes yeah um and then you were have shout out to free because free connected yes. us you were having lunch with free, and i was like oh my god they know each other <laughs> and so yeah we actually just had dinner not too long ago me free and rinaldi just like reconnected and said you know what why don't we meet more often mm-hmm. um shout but- out to rinaldi rinaldi's <laughs> been on the show and free free's a, a resident yeah to the show, um so. no they're incredible um but yeah like you know it was so crazy um Tumblr was super exciting for me. Like, I was on all the platforms um, growing up. Just, you know, MySpace, Tumblr, even Black Planet back in the day. But no. Black Planet? <laughs> we could talk about it because I'm in that age range. Um, okay. You had to have the hottest profile. Like, the hottest... We saw so much shit on Black Planet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's always, like, been ingrained to, like, have this social profile. But Tumblr is, I feel like I was just excited about it just because I could share my thoughts. And for me, it was the first time I even, like, shared, you know, just original content, like, things that were happening in my life, posting pictures of fashion and even writing just because I wanted to share parts of myself. Um, but you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause like, even when people send me messages, like, Oh, I remember you from Tumblr. I'm like, that was so long ago. Like, I feel like an entirely different woman now. Um, but I love the fact that people have been on this journey with me and they continue to stay on the journey with this newsletter now. Right. And I think it's so funny that like, I feel like when you're a person and you're putting yourself out there, you don't actually know like how big of, I guess, like an impact that you make mm-hmm. to other people. Cause it just like. You're kind of like, oh, I'm just doing it because I like it. But then when you get all these messages from people, it's like, oh, shit. Like, this is like, this is something. Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy because, like, you know, act up sis now. Like, some people send me messages saying that it's a movement. And I'm inspired by that because, I mean, that wasn't even the intention. Like, Mm -hmm. the intention was... Um, you know, I want women to have the courage to do what they really ultimately want to do in their lives. And if you need permission from anybody to do that, I'm your sister and I'm giving you that permission to step that out. That deserves snaps. Like, <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, and it's just like, you know, we need to create this community. A lot of people try to act like social media isn't real, but it is. You're on it all day. Uh, you're scrolling and you're just, you know, engaging with content that might be meaningless in your life. But for whatever reason, we're still on and we're still scrolling. So I want to give you like meaningful content that you can engage with and you can think about later and thinking about how it impacts your life. You know, back in my community organizing days, you know, I used to use social media as a tactic too to get people to come out and to care about the things that, you know, I care about and I think that they ultimately should care about too like for instance like voting um but I had this strategy where I said you know what if I can engage with my my followers and my sisters online and get them to engage in real life and then help my sisters in real life engage Mm -hmm. with me online that I feel like I have something going a good system um and that's a lot of what I'm doing now it's like okay cool let's talk about these things online and let's connect with one another in a meaningful way Um, But also let's apply these things in real life too, in your professional life, in your personal life, and see the ways that you can act up to ultimately get to this level of success success that you really ultimately want. Mm -hmm. So follow Lulu on Instagram. And she's also like very, very funny. I watch her uh, Insta (laughs) stories. I feel like it was last night where I guess your husband was in the room laughing and you came in and you're like, I I don't like you having fun without me or something like that. listen, listen. I swear to God, it just pinches my heart a bit when I hear him 
having fun and and engaging in happiness without me mm. i need be, i need to be the core centerpiece of your happiness okay? okay you need to be laughing with me who got you laughing this hard right i'm not here how are you laughing this hard <laughs> um but no i mean it's just funny because i also want to to let especially young people know that marriage is dope you know what I mean? And when you find the right person, your life is going to blossom and flourish in ways that you don't even know. And I want to capture that too. Like, you know, marriage is exactly what you make it. Like my husband, Brian, tells me all the time, we set the rules in our relationship, you know, in our lives. And he gives me permission to be the woman that I want to be too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't dim my light in any way. He wants me to flourish and he puts me on a pedestal and I sit on that pedestal every single day like the queen that I am and he Listen, allows me. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> take that <Yeah>. in <laughs> you know it's and that's real talk and if you follow me on my stories i talk big shit i'm sorry can i curse oh i've oh. been cursing yes <laughs> this is a cursing podcast <laughs> this is a i i have received that this is a cursing <laughs> podcast um but no i mean it's it's very beautiful and our relationship is beautiful not to say that um we don't have our struggles because we do mm-hmm. and you know i'm a cancer he's a libra and we go at it libras yeah listen listen shout out to my libra men out there okay shout out that's all i've ever really dated really i have a i have a a long wait what's your sign i'm an aquarius okay okay so i'm turning 30 next monday oh my goodness 30 is looking good ladies and gentlemen Uh, let me tell you this you know thank you um i've been scared out of my mind i'm like what is 30 what do you because you know you always people oh you're old you're joining this club now and i'm like it, it, you know what's so crazy? It's just people have been socialized to think a particular thing and have that tied to whatever age. Like, I always thought getting older was dope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's just like with age, you are allowed certain, you're, you're granted permission to, to be yourself, to, to now speak your mind. Right. How many older folks, you know, say whatever the fuck they want and they're just like, listen, I've been on this earth for these many years and I can say what I want because they've gone through enough in order to have that leeway to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I feel like as I get older and as I continue to grow into who I am and understanding what I, I'm about, but more so what I'm not for and what I'm not going to stand for, uh, it's easier for me to navigate this world. And I, I feel like when you're plugged in and you're aware and you're conscious and you're doing the work to really build yourself and understanding who you are, then that's what comes with age. And it's a right. beautiful thing. Yeah, I've always thought like getting older only sucks when you're not doing the work that you need to do like mentally physically like just like you're not growing I think that's when it sucks but like if you're doing all the things that you need to do to like you know be a better person Mm -hmm. uh to get where you need to be in life and all these other things and it's just like (laughs) why does it really matter yeah and it's hard sometimes it's really hard to sit with yourself and really challenge the things that you've been taught like I'm not lying to you like well I'm turning 32 this year but when I turned 30 that's it was the most challenging year of my life I moved to New York I I got married I took a a change and of direction in my career all these things happened at once Mm -hmm. and you know life hit me hard but it was just like you know let me figure out why this is so challenging for me let me sit and be still um but also you know having a partner that helped me along that way too in that transition because he's five years older than I am okay um so we were able to have healthy dialogue around it but you know, now, I mean, I'm turning 32 this year in July, and I'm, I'm excited about it because 
I'm excited about the woman I'm becoming. And I feel like the more that I have awareness about what I want, I think things become a little bit more clear as far as my journey. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yep. That's how I'm feeling about 30. <laughs> um, I mean, right. it's easier when you look good, too. That's the thing. I know yeah. you said you're in the gym heavy, so. I'm gym I'm queen. I feel like, honestly, that was, like, the best. I didn't. I've always been a gym girl, but not, like, consistently and not, like, I haven't been so dedicated as I've been within the last year. That's when I, like, I was like, if you're going to commit to this shit, commit to this shit. Do it. Like, no excuses. Get up. Go in the morning. I had to start with a trainer Mm. because I wanted to get into weights. And it was, like, I used to go to the gym and just do, like, a little cardio and be like, all right, peace. Like, this this is cute. cute. (laughs) (laughs) Like... This is good, this is like, cute. of it, but um, I really wanted to, like, you know, start to get a little bit of definition and, like, really wanted to, like, see how I can push my body. Yeah. And I'm also, like, I'm one of the people that have never felt strong. Mm. And I've always described myself, I used to be like, I'm really delicate, like, I can't pick up things. Like, I would literally say that about myself. Wow. Um, and I still feel like I'm really delicate. Uh, but, you know, now I'm, like, I can bench press and, like, I can, like, lift heavy weights. And yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, like... I love this, so yeah. The yeah. gym is banging. I'm I'm trying to get into the gym and it's it's just such a struggle for me, but I know that there's a certain discipline that comes with working out. Yes. And that's the next step. It's I, a feel, life t- I yeah. feel like it's a commitment. Like, it's one of them. You know how, like, there are some things where you're like, no excuse. I'm pretty sure with your, uh, your newsletter, mm-hmm. there are no excuses. Right. You know Priority. you are fully committed to sending that out. And you know you have to, you know get it done however you get it mm-hmm. done and so like i feel like that's the same thing with the gym it's like a hundred percent commitment yes congratulations no that's incredible thank you all right so uh this week i actually asked the listeners like what they wanted us to talk oh about my goodness. so i'm nervous they gave me a few things um and actually since we're talking about working out one of the questions was uh how to stay consistent with working out mm. And Lula already told me, like, I don't work out, but listen, I'm trying. Listen, next question, please. We don't have time. All right, we don't so I'm going to answer this one really quickly. <laughs> I would just say commit, commit, commit. Mm-hmm. Um, just as I was okay. saying to Lula, like, yo, like, with your newsletter, how you make sure you get it out every morning because you know you have a group of women who are, like, who... Like, when they know that when they wake up and they check their email, they're going to see your email and they're waiting for that Mm -hmm. email. I think it's the same thing. I think it's uh, showing up for yourself and your body. And if you're not... Like, some people love what they see when they look like... Some people love what they see when they look in the mirror, but they Mm -hmm. just want to see... You know, they just want to tone some things up. Or maybe you're overweight and you want to lose weight. Or maybe you're a a very skinny person and you want to bulk up a bit. Or be heart healthy. Yes, and that too. I think um, it's just all about committing and no excuses. And also... But also some days, like, giving yourself a pass. Like, for the past two days, I've been busting my ass in the gym. And this morning, I woke up, and I'm super fucking sore. Mm. And I was like, what are you going to do in the gym today if you go? You're sore. Yeah. You can't do upper body. You can't do lower body. What are you going to do? Cardio for what? You're sore. Yeah. Lay in the bed. Let your muscles take a break. You'll go tomorrow. And I think... um, I think also just, like, building up to, like, you know, start with two days a week and then do three days a week and then do four days a week. Um, And so I just think 
just taking time listening to your body if you can afford to get a personal trainer that's what helped me the most yeah you guys know I had a personal trainer for six months and it was the best thing ever because there's literally someone like not taking none of your shit not taking any of your excuses and it's just like get the fuck up you're paying me Mm -hmm. for this hour I'm going to work you out so I would say if you could afford a trainer, get a trainer. If you can't afford a trainer, like find a find a friend who maybe has the same goals as you and is also committed to going to the gym and then you guys can be accountability partners. Yes. Um Listen, what? I'm inspired. I'm going to the gym what? this week. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, follow fitness girls on Instagrams and not the ones with like the weird looking bodies. Like follow the ones because <laughs> there are a bunch of girls who like have yeah. gotten their bodies done and they're selling like these weight loss packages, but like they went to a surgeon. Yeah. So it's not your true story, but there are some girls who like are really dedicated to going to the gym and they actually, they put up videos of like their leg days or mm-hmm. their upper body days or whatever and save those like there is a you know how you can save things in instagram like you know section it off legs upper body blah blah blah, blah. like that can be your personal trainer if you can't afford a personal trainer youtube can be your personal trainer if you can't afford a personal trainer but like i said it's essentially honestly it's all about commitment and um um That's that's really solid advice, by the way. Thank you. And last thing is that... What was I going to say? Oh, it takes time. Unfortunately, like, I want to tell you that you're going to have abs tomorrow after doing five crunches, but you're not. (laughs) It, It might take a year. It might take two years. It takes time and consistency. Oh, and another thing I would say is don't weigh yourself. Uh, weight is bullshit. Mm. I think a fit 150 and a 150 who's not fit look like two totally different people. And so I would say don't focus on the weight per se. If you could get something that like measures your body mass and your fat percentage and things like that, I think that would uh, be more helpful for you. Like when I started working out, my body fat percentage was at 30%. Now it's at 18%. Okay. I look at that like, oh shit. Your body fat percentage has gone down considerably. That means you're gaining muscle. So don't even... uh, Weighing yourself is bullshit. And it also creates unhealthy habits, I think. So that's just my little tips. And also, like, stay healthy. And when people are like, oh, just have this drink. just No, don't fucking have the drink. (laughs) You know? I mean, yes. cheat. if it's a cheat day, yes, you can have it. But, like, Discipline. if you know that you had a drink every other day, I'm sorry. But, like, you can't out-train a bad uh, diet. Ooh, say so, that. Tweet that. You know. That's just the name of the game. But how you stay consistent is that there are no excuses. You wake up every morning. And, oh, if you can, go in the morning. I think that's the best time, especially if you live in New York. Because I don't know about y'all, but after a full day and getting off the train, all the shit that I have seen, heard, the people who I've dealt with at work, just all that shit, I don't want to go to the gym after work. Mm. I like going early in the morning because I ain't talked to nobody. I woke up. I barely have been on Instagram. I really haven't done anything. I have a clear mind. I could just go to the gym. So that's that on that. All right. Dope. So, like, what do you want to touch on? I have things about love. I have things about Kamala Harris running Lord. through. What? 
Now I'm just thinking about Kamala Harris. Okay, so let, let's get on Kamala. Okay. So Kamala Harris announced that she was resi- running for president yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people had their opinions. Right. Um. So usually I know, especially with black people, like when we see someone else who is black running for anything in Congress, we're like, okay, they've got my vote without even looking into them or just like just doing the mm-hmm. homework that we need to do. Right. I am one of those people. I get super, super duper excited. But I also feel like within the past few years, I've kind of been forced into like educating myself on politics mm-hmm. only because look at this world. Yeah. It is a shit show. Yeah. There's work that needs to be done and we all have to like put our get our hands on it. For sure. And um and so I did my research on Kamala Harris, but you are in politics. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like you can give us kind of a better Um, you know, it's it's interesting because like just thinking about what you you just said, I think sometimes we are just so excited about checking off a box, right? So the idea that she is a black woman is enough for us. We're just excited about someone who looks like us, who is running for office, let alone the president of the United States. But, you know, it's not enough to just say she's a black woman. You know, as a black woman, is she supporting and and governing with us in mind that that's important to me and also like you said you know doing your research and understanding what her voting record is you know looking back to when she was uh attorney general of in california you know what was her voting record then what was her stance on and policies on certain key issues like immigration and 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 you know criminal justice reform and all of those things like those are the things that matter to me it's like are you doing your due diligence are Mm -hmm. you just waiting and seeing what the headlines are and not even reading the articles on twitter you know favoriting things but never actually coming back to them like you know do your own research figure out who this person is you know what they stand for like it's not enough just to say she's a black woman and just be excited about it Mm -hmm. because she might actually be supporting endeavors and policies and laws that do not support you right as a black woman in this world and just as a an american citizen you know those things matter to me and i think that looking forward to 2020 those are the questions that we need to ask we need to go a step further than just voting for the person who looks like us mm-hmm. i 100 percent agree so i took i like google her did a little bit of research mm-hmm. and there was an a New York Times article. Now, this is specifically on uh, criminal justice. Mm-hmm. So, the article is called Kamala Harris was not a progressive prosecutor at all. Mm-hmm. Um, or, wait, she either opposed the c- criminal justice reform or stayed silent. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that she fought tooth and nail to uphold wrongful convictions that have been my writing is shit to me. That's hilarious. That have been... I mean, she's not the most progressive person. Yeah, save me. Yeah, she's not okay. the most progressive person when you're looking to, uh, you know, her governing and her policies and her and the laws that and, and, and bills that she supported. You know, to be honest with you, I don't look to politicians to be leaders. And that's just real talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm expecting you to represent your constituency. And I understand that uh, individuals like Kamala Harris and other elected officials, just to be honest with you, you know, they represent a wide body of individuals and you have to represent that entire base. And even if you have a D or R by your name, you still have to represent that constituency.
constituency, right. even if they look differently from you or you might not share the same values. At the end of the day, it's important for you to represent them. And a lot of people don't want to hear about politics is about compromise. Right. Like you have to be able to work with one another. So this idea that, you know, you know, she's not progressive or other elected of officials aren't progressive or that, you know, um, they don't they only stand by the things that. Well, I mean, obviously, they should stand by the things that they've promised to candidates and I mean, constituents and a number of things. But you have to be able to work with people across the aisle, mm-hmm. find consensus, consensus, be able to compromise when it makes sense. Should you compromise your values? No. Should you compromise on the things you've promised to your constituents? No. For the, the greater good of your constituents? No. However, try to find middle ground, and that's what politics is at the end of the day. Right. So I think individuals outside of that who are just looking and saying like, oh, well, she said this and she didn't support this, there needs to be consensus and there right. needs to be some more support you know, and don't look to politicians to be your leaders is what I want to say, you know, like be your own leader. You know, if there are issues in the community that you are passionate about, stand by that. Mm-hmm. Build coalitions. There's there's uh, a strength in numbers. So find other individuals who are like minded, then reach out to your representative and then they can take it from there. Right. So it has to be twofold. Okay. All right. So I got something that I could read off that I can like understand. Okay. In 2010, she was criticized for withholding info about Ooh. a police laboratory's tech who had been accused of intentional sab- intentionally sabotaging her work and stealing drugs. In 2014, she declined to take a position on Prop 47, a ballot initiative approved by voters that reduce certain low-level felonies to misdemeanors. Um, And then it says she also has a record of wrongful conviction cases. Mm -hmm. So that's just... That's just one article of just me, like, looking her up, looking into her. I still have uh, more work to do, but I think most of the people, like, I really think most of us who live in this world, especially the United States, are not, like, we don't know shit mm. about politics. But but I think, I think that's how the system was designed, to be honest with you. You know, it's very difficult to even find a voting record, right? You have to be plugged in and, and know where to research and know the websites and, you know, know individuals or information or research uh, or resources that can point you in the right direction. Mm. And who has time for that when you have bills and you have a very full-time job and you have kids at home and you need to put food on the table there's not enough time to be honest with you um so like I commend you for doing research and taking time out to actually do that however like that can't be an excuse anymore do you know what I mean like we need to make time for the things that are going to support us later on we have to think about the long game at this point because 2020 is coming up and whoever we've tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> right. Right. And not only, um, you know, at the federal level, like let's talk about local and state races, too, because mm-hmm. that's what you're going to feel the most. Let's talk about city council representatives and and county commission offices. And like, let's talk about like the school board. Right. Are they supporting policies that that help you help your children, help the greater community? Let's talk about that. Let's mm-hmm. do due diligence on that. And um whatever steps that you need to take as far as finding out that information, don't be afraid to pick up a phone and call your board of elections and get the information you need. Right. These resources are here for you. All you have to do is ask. Right. Even when I like was looking into like what she uh, voted for in the past, I was like, prop what prop who, like, what is this? And I had to like click on things. So it's a lot to take in, but I like do it. 
because 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 we don't have the luxury not to exactly just point blank period because at the end of the day like when people tell me that they don't care about politics or it doesn't matter someone is making a decision on your life Mm -hmm. at the end of the day they're they're betting on your ignorance right so you have to show up for yourself. You have to be informed and speak to the issues intelligently and, and, and be able to share that information with others, mm-hmm. family members, friends, church members, whoever who's willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Share that information. But you first have to know the information for yourself. Yes. So, so take time. Just take time. Start with reading an article. Whatever news publication you're interested in, be informed about the issues. Identify what your key issues are, what things that – that you care about. Yes, and I think that's another thing. I think sometimes we're, we're so quick to just hop on, like, all of the negatives mm-hmm. um, and so quick to, like, repost and share and do this and, like, you know, make videos about how uh, how you shouldn't vote for this person and all these other things. But I truly do think it's about, like, what, like you said, like, what are your values? Mm-hmm. Like, what do, mm-hmm. instead of, I don't know, I just think we all get caught up in hype a lot. Yeah, I mean, because, away. because sharing unfortunately sharing negative stories you know is what stands out Mm -hmm. it's what excites people it's what gets people to stop scrolling um but we need to be just as excited about the things that are 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 inspiring and and the things that we're for you know it's so easy to be a critic these days man on social media listen just in real life just in real life too and the thing is it's like it's easy to be a critic because you literally do not have to sacrifice anything. What are you for? That's a bit difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice for the things that you stand for? And that's, that's the conversation that I want to have. Like, yes, we know you're against that. Yes, we know you don't like that. But what do you like? What are you for? Like, what do you put your name behind? Mm-hmm. That, that, that takes a little bit more effort. And right. that's where I want the conversation to go. Yes, that's... I think I think if you ask a lot of people that they couldn't even give you, a, even me, like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, more homework to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, but it's true, and I think, um, yes, it is easier to focus yeah. on the you negative. Know what you don't. So. I don't know why the like we're set up that way, mm-hmm. but it's just easier to be like, oh, I don't fuck with that, right? Rather than saying like I wholeheartedly support that and I'm riding for that. And then also when I saw that Kamala was running for president, I already kind of had it in my. I was like, they're gonna drag this lady whichever way. She is a black woman. I already know like whatever mm-hmm. her bad is gonna be times ten. Yeah. In the world's eyes because that's just how it is, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, especially where we are in this political climate now. Any woman's going to catch it. Any black candidate is going to catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, I just feel like if you're interested in running for office, you have to be able to rise to the occasion. You know, not everybody is running for office for a reason. Right. You asked for this. So you have to be open to be critiqued, to bring up your past voting records, to be able to either stand by them or tell us why you've shifted your ideas or your thoughts or your perspectives. We saw that a lot from Hillary and it didn't work to her benefit, you know? And it's just like, you can't pander. And it's just all of these things. And it's just like, I'm interested in seeing how 2020 is going to shape up. I'm excited that more women are running because yes. that's important. Me too. Um, but I'm I'm interested in how things really shake out and, and what type of fuckery is about to ensue man i'm like i feel my brother was like 
I feel like Trump's gonna get another a term. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's it's really scary, but the thing is, is that you know, we need somebody who's going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Trump. And, you know, America's never really dealt with a bully before. Mm-hmm. And he's terrorizing this country, other candidates, other Republicans, other Democrats, and people don't know how to handle him. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want to know who's going to be able to show up. I'm also interested in who else is going to throw their hat in the ring. Me too. Yeah. Like? I think we're going to obviously expect um, an announcement from Joe Biden soon um but i also think cory booker is going to eventually run to yeah he's a senator from new jersey okay yeah i think he was a former mayor of newark i believe um but but yeah i mean you saw with the kavanaugh um trial not trial but the senate hearing with kavanaugh who's now a supreme court justice um you saw that he came out cory booker and kamala were it was like i don't know it just felt like they were front stage center and you know, posturing and doing all of these things. And I was just like, what is going on right now? Is this about Kavanaugh or is this about 2020? <laughs> and I think a lot of it was about 2020. Mm. I, we all knew he was still going to be confirmed, but it was an op- opportunity for them to really showcase to the world what type of leader that they were going to be or what type wow. of politician at least. So that's so crazy because a person like me who like doesn't really know anything about politics, I'm looking, I'm like... Like, okay, like, they, they get it. Like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, now, <laughs> see? This is why we have to, like, do the homework, and educate one another. And just have conversations, too. Yeah. Yes. And I, I remember. Yes, I remember yeah. all of that. So, wow. Okay. Well, y'all do y'all homework. Please. even Even when it seems, like, confusing and all over the place and, like, Look for articles. Mm-hmm. But- also, also, do not be intimidated by admitting what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Because that's the first step to learning. That's the first step to growing and to bettering yourself. Admit what you do not know, at least to yourself at first. Right. And if there's something that you don't know or you don't feel like, oh, I'm not adequately, adequately uh, uh, um, able to speak to whatever issue, just, just research it. Google it. Literally, Google is your friend. YouTube is your friend, okay? Read something today. Read. <laughs> if, you don't take anything read. Else, if you don't take anything else away from this conversation, please read something today. Whether it's an article. And I'm not talking about a tweet. I'm not talking about an Instagram caption. I'm talking about an actual article. It could be about anything. Right. Read more than 400 words today, ladies and gentlemen. I totally agree. I totally 100%, I totally 100% agree. All right. Okay, let's get into a little bit of fun. Okay, Lord. A listener. I'm nervous. Needs some advice. Oh my goodness. She says, I have been talking to a dude for almost a year. Mm. He's clearly falling in love. Actually said it a couple of times. Wait, I'm sorry. He's clearly (laughs) falling in love. I love that. She's my friend. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, Actually said it a couple of times by accident, but I ignored it. He's sweet, got his shit together, but lives too far, and honestly, just not for me. How do I break up with him without breaking his heart? Oh, my God, sis. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm a little confused, and I have follow-up questions. He seems amazing from your description, right? It sounds like it. And, but he lives f- He far. lives far, so okay. it's long distance. Long distance. Okay, okay. So um, Brian and I actually were long distance. Okay. For two and a half years. So, boom. Before Speak we, on it. Yeah, before we got together. Um, I met him in New York when I was here for the summer. I lived here for the summer. And we just kept in contact. I knew I didn't want to be with anyone who lived far from me, similar to 
our new friend. And I knew now wasn't the time, but we still kept in contact and we still try to figure it out. I always knew that he wanted to be with me and I always knew I wanted to be with him. However, I knew that right now wasn't the time. But I also knew that if we were going to be together, it was going to work out somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And it was years. So my question is, are you willing to play the long game? Maybe not be together fully with him right now. Keep that connection open and see what's right. possible for the future. If right now doesn't work, are you willing to try and see if you could be long distance? If not, maybe it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. However, I like for me... I knew I wanted to be with him. I just knew that right now wasn't the right time. I was very clear about that. We had open communication. I told him I'm not interested in being in a relationship right now with someone who lives in New York while I live in Charlotte. Um, let's keep that communication open and see what's possible for us. And when the time came where I was ready and he was ready, we were together. And it's been history ever since. So it could work out, sis. It can work out. It also, really where can. does he live? Like, we, we kind of need to know how far he is. Like, is he in another country? Right. Or is he just, like, in Texas? Yeah. Or, or is he in New Jersey? Or, is, or do you live in Harlem and he lives in Brooklyn? Because I can understand that, Man, too. let me tell you. I dated a guy who lived in the Bronx one time. And I I think I went to his house once, but I knew that that would be my last time. Wow. By the way that I was sitting on that train. I'm done. I was like... Wait, but what if he sends you Ubers? Oh, I was in college. This was like 2008. Okay. Okay, Okay. no Uber. No Uber. <laughs> and mm. I knew from that train ride, I was Ooh, like, this ain't but also, work. But also, like, she has to ask, like, is he worth it? That's another thing, too. Like, obviously, if she's like, oh, if I should just leave him alone, you wouldn't be questioning... Yes, and I also feel like like she said that he's told her a few times that he's in love, and she's she said she ignored it. Wait, wait, she ignored it? Said it a couple times by accident, but I ignored it. He's clearly falling. He says he's falling in love, and he said it a couple of times, says, but she's ignoring says, it. Says, oh, my God. I feel like if you it's, feel it, you know, like, and you're confident but in also, it, and you want to express it. the first time he said it, if you didn't share those sentiments, why not stop right there and have a conversation? And if he said it multiple times, now you're playing around with his feelings and that's irresponsible. Yes. So as soon as possible, if you don't share those feelings or you don't think that you're going to be with this guy, let him know as soon as possible. Like take him to dinner, pay for the dinner, let him know like, hey, I care for you deeply, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't share the same feelings for you. Just be as honest as you can. Yes, feelings are going to be hurt. That's obviously evident because he's in love with you mm-hmm. however don't waste this man's time i agree because period i mean he sounds like a good one he does and i don't a, understand what listen, are you looking for sis it's a lot of single women's out, single women out here looking for a good one so mm. you know don't hold him up don't hold him up sis yes <laughs> you gotta let him go let him go no uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean i just i just feel like if, if he's told you i love you and you don't feel the same for him. You have to let him go immediately. Yeah. Honestly. Because you're just playing games at that point. And wasting time. Mm-hmm. And dragging shit mm-hmm. for no reason. So, I agree. I know I know that might suck for you because you're like, damn. She, I know she's probably like, but he's this and he's this. But then it's just like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but uh, you see, no, that's problematic. Because you're just keeping him around, keeping him around for your comfort. Mm. Like, come on, sis. Don't do that. You're better than that. You heard it from Lula. (laughs) 
You're better than that. You're better Let than them that. go. Let them go, sis. And also, uh, okay, so how should she do it? You said dinner. Yeah. Just, but he lives in a different state. So what if he doesn't oh, face? Mm. Yeah, I mean, make it as personal personal as possible. You don't want to do it over a text message. You don't, I mean, if you can FaceTime him, FaceTime him yeah. and, and show him enough respect. That's right. the thing. Like, if you care for this guy and you respect him, show him that respect and let him know, like, I care for you deeply. However, I'm not in, showing up in this relationship like you need me to and I don't want to disrespect you or your feelings any longer just keep it a buck men can respect that mm-hmm. just be honest with him let him know and also give him the space to be upset too sis you know and and i mean just be honest at the end of the day that's the best thing you can do you don't want to carry on and later on he finds out like you you never shared those feelings that'd be devastating i did that last year oh my someone. god sis what and okay okay explain story please oh, this is, so i was dating this guy and I liked everything about him, but how old he was. Okay, well, how old was he? Can you he share? He was a little bit too old. Uh, was too old? 50, 60? He was 55. Girl, let, let's talk about that! And, oh, and then also another thing was he was white. And <laughs> I, I, I just, like, my friend hooked us up. <laughs> Lauren, we need to talk. What? <laughs> My friend hooked us up, and I was trying. Because I liked him as a person, and I also was like, okay, I'll try something new or whatever. Wait, but but trying something new. Can I ask? I have questions. Okay, what's the question? How'd you meet this man? Okay. Also, also trying something new. How'd you jump from whatever you were doing before to 55-year-old From dealing white with man? someone around my age to... Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh my god, I'm excited. I done took my glasses off so everyone knows and I done crossed my legs. I'm so ready. Story time. My best friend hooked us up because she knows him. She used to shop at one of his stores. And I guess she would like put up videos of or a picture of me on Instagram and he was like, She's gorgeous, introduce her, whatever. Mm-hmm. So my friend's like, be open to it. Like, you know how you know how your friends are when like they want you to date someone. They're trying to like coach you, trying to like yeah. buddy you. So I'm like, all right, cool. But I didn't really get his full background. I she kind of gave me like, listen, he owns a business. He's uh, you know, he's handsome. He's this. He's all this other shit. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, he's white. Uh, okay, cool. I'm gonna try it out. Okay. So he used to take me to lunch every day. Every day. Every okay, day. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She said every okay. day for like three months. Mm-hmm. He took me to lunch. Okay, what's the budget? Or, but like, but like, take me to dinner. I mean, or I... Like, okay, budget. You know, girls like to eat. Sis, you preach to the choir. Say less. Okay, so, we're right there with you. Uh, we would have lunch, like, every single day. And it was cool and it was nice, but... I think one of the things that, like, held me back from him mm-hmm. was his age. Yes. And also, he had kids. Oh, and sis, then. I mean, since he's 65. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm su- I wouldn't be surprised if he had grandkids. No, no grandkids. Just, just kids. And. Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're on live right now. That's yes. why I took a little. All right. So. Can you see me? Can you yeah, see? I All can right. see you. So he has kids. Mm-hmm. And. 
I don't know. It just became a lot for me. And also, our views on things was totally, like, skewed. Because he was a 55-year-old white man. Okay. Came from money. Was born into money. Wait, privilege. Whoa, you were in close proximity with the privilege. Okay. Told me he struggled all his life and then struggled how <laughs> I had a million then, dollar and like, one loan day from my daddy. Okay, he owns a chain of stores in New York that are really popular. One day slipped up and told me that <laughs> <laughs> that Says. his father okay loaned him not even loan gave Listen, him. Were you dating Trump? What was no, this? no, no, I was Get out of here. She's like, oh, loaned him a small loan of a million dollars. Gave him eighty-five, no, $88,000 to start his company. I said, you told me you struggled. Yeah, it's a different type of struggle. Like, he didn't get a million dollars. He only got $80,000. That, that's the struggle. Our privilege shows up differently. You got to know that. I was like. Okay, he wasn't in Section 8, but like, he only got an $88,000 loan. I'm like, growing up on the Upper East Side your whole life. Yes. Like, what What's are you talking budget? about? What's what are you, the? What are you talking about? So then, okay. So this is a white guy. He has four kids, a set of twins, and then two other. How kids. How old are they? They're your age. The twins was like twenty four. Uh, age, one age. girl was thirteen. Oh, you about to be stepmom of the year? Oh. And then the little boy was like five. So, uh, wait, he's fifty five and he has a five year old. He's getting it in. Okay. All right. What's next? Um, wait, so, okay, so what was the determining factor for you to can't, like, be done with the relationship? Okay, so one thing was age, because I was like, do I want my, like, do I want my kid's father to be, like, to be old and decrepit and, like, in the latter 75? part of his life? It was like, okay. do I want, the, not, nah, I don't want that. No. And then, I'm I, done with this conversation. I did not know this conversation was going to go then, here. This is my area of expertise. Oh, you've dated older men? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Well, no, wait. <laughs> just, I, I like to think this is my area of expertise. Okay. Let me clarify before the soundbite is taken and ran with. Um, no, I I dated one guy who was older. He wasn't He wasn't 55. However, um, you know, it was just, it's just different. You know, guys who are a bit older, they expect, like, I think the perception is they date younger girls because... They're formidable and all of these things. Like, you can, like, mold them mm-hmm. to what you want them to be. And I was never that girl. Um, so, Same. obviously, we clashed. Um, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just It just doesn't work at the end of the day. They just want somebody who's, like, you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. They want to control. It's just, like, who's exactly. interested in that? And I think I'm one of those people, too. And, like, so all of the mother of his children were black. Mm-hmm. And we would have conversations. I would, like, try to educate him on things. I'm like, you're, you're raising black kids. Wait. Every single woman he's had children with is black. Wow. He likes black women. Oh, okay. That's way. <laughs> um, so when we would, like, have conversations about things that were on the news, uh, black men dying, just, like, just everything that's going on. Because yeah. this was, like, yeah, this was the last year so. The everyday shit that black people go through. Okay. We would try to have conversations. It would just seem like he just... It didn't even seem like... You know how... I always say, like, I I don't know if I could truly 100% date a white person because, like, I I need them to, like, get it at least a little... Or if if I am dating one seriously, like, he has to get it a little bit. I'm not saying you got to be a black panther out of nowhere. But, like, I want... Get it a little bit. Okay. Just a little sprinkle. 
help me like just or or at least sacrifice your privilege a bit yes okay and i feel like he he lived such a privileged life that he couldn't even think like he didn't even yeah but also he's raising black kids and that's why i would would have thought that it would be important for him to like learn about certain things and for us to have certain conversations Mm -hmm. and he always shut it down like he was very uncomfortable with it and i remember one day i was like you're raising black kids oh what did he say oh shake the table sis shake the table i don't see color i said oh why is that don't you only like black women listen i'm about to flip the table why is that their go-to line i think because they think that that makes them like an ally like yeah i'm I'm no, I need for, not yeah. only do I need you to see color, I need you to recognize that I'm a black woman in this world and my experience experience is radically different from yours. Right. This idea that I don't see color, like you said, you're only dating black women. So what let's you unpack that. Let's let's figure it out. You know, don't get me started. But listen, so how was the breakup? Okay. So Slowly and slowly he was irking my nerves. Oh. Oh, and it like also, men do. Like men do. Also, I wasn't I was trying to date him, but, like, we never got to, like, we didn't really kiss that much, and we never got, we never had sex. Okay. And I think he was just like, all right, it's been three months. <laughs> Where are we Den- Listen, he was <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like, okay, and what about my be, midnight snack? Listen, I have to be honest with myself. I was like, Lauren, you don't want this. Like, you, I like, this even is- though, and I had to break it to my friend, because my friend's like, I hooked y'all up. I did, I'm like. Uh, wait, wait, who's his friend? My best friend. Okay. Okay. Um, she's like, I hooked you guys up, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I need, I, like, I had to be honest with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're a great person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, break I it think to him. you're a cool person. But I was like, I just don't think, like, you're, like, he's not my future. Understandable. And I didn't want to waste his time anymore. Oh, and he doesn't I, have a lot of time left. <laughs> so you can't waste his time. <laughs> so I basically, you know. But it was like, now we're cool. Yeah. I think we're like, we're cool. Like, he, he, he was out with my friend the other day because they had lunch. And he was like, tell her I said hi. And I was like, tell him I said hi. Like, so Wait, she want cool. that old thing back? No, no, I okay. don't. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's... Interesting story. So that was okay. a situation where, like, I did feel like maybe towards, like, the last month I was kind of, like, dragging it. But I, I could not find the words. And I right. was just like... Oh, months. You were dragging it out for months. Well, we dated for three months. Oh, okay. And so, like, that last month is yeah, where I was just you like... Knew. But he, I think he knew I was over it. Mm. Like, you know. And also, he's not a spring chicken, okay? He knew. He, he's been around plenty of blocks. Oh. Like, he gets it. <laughs> Lord, I thought you said blacks. That's why I was just oh, like, no. wait a minute. You meant no, blocks. blocks, 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 blocks. Blocks, not like, blacks. He gets it. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I just, I think it's all about being honest with yourself and Agreed. what you want. And then I also told him, like, bro, I think you need to date an older woman. Like, oh, he probably doesn't want an older woman because he wants more children. My, my, listen, my kid's daddy is not going to be 80 oh. when they're 10. But that okay. trust fund, that We're trust not. <laughs> Okay, let's, next question. If yes, caller. If he was 40, no, nah, you know. Yeah, 40. I'll be 30 next week. I could do 40. There we go. Okay, moral of the story. 10 years, okay? That's that's a good age range. That's okay? it. I'm not doing no more. Like Okay, you've been through a situation. 55 sis. I'm so glad is just like, to tell you us know, your story. Every move he makes is just like, you good? Like <laughs> 55 isn't that old now. Listen, sometimes they be moving a little weird. If you haven't been eating healthy. That's true, especially if y'all eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
What's the budget? He definitely kept me fed. Like, Ooh. all I was doing was eating. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let him go. Give him to somebody else. And I'm pretty sure he got him another little young black Oh, thing. yeah, I'm so certain. I'm so certain. Oh, my God, he it put out that call to all. action. It ain't hard at all. Okay, the next one is... Um, why being a good man is considered being a sucker or, or soft. And I think that the the listener hmm. got this from... So Future has been doing interviews. Oh, we are... Listen, we are... I want to say I'm anti-Future. However, I feel like I'm just a closeted Future fan. I can't listen listen to him out in public. I have to do it in the confines of my home. Yo, the new album... It's fire. In the gym? It's fire. Oh, my uh, God. It's just, it kills me to give him those streams, but I must. <laughs> I must. It's too good. Right. It is. So he's been doing these uh, interviews for his newest album. Yes. And, of course, they're asking him questions <laughs> about Sierra and Russell. Yes. And one of the things that he was saying was like, oh, if she was married, if they were married, like Future and Sierra, that uh, he wouldn't even let him speak of, he wouldn't let her speak Russell's name. Yeah, and I heard that. She, she do, he just does whatever she tells him mm-hmm. to do, and he is soft, and he's not a real man, mm. and the list could go on. It's so interesting to me that you have the audacity to call the man who is raising your son less than a man, like, or not a real man. Um, he's the man that a really solid, secure woman is wants, desires, and actually goes for. Exactly. Okay? He shows up for her. He puts her on a pedestal. And if that is less not a real man then like I don't know what to tell you like Mm -hmm. I feel sad for future you know in some of the interviews he made comments as to like he never really had male figures in his life and that's a real issue that we need to talk about but he also if he identifies that there's a problem there then he needs to go about finding solutions right obviously you're going around telling everyone that you know like I didn't have male fingers in my life and I want to be able um, to show up for the women in my life in a certain type of way, I thought that was a huge concession. Me too. Given his, you know, track record and his music and all of that, it sounded like, okay, like maybe there's some clarity because obviously he doesn't need to say that in order to get people to listen to his music. He has real fans. People really stand future, especially these men out here. So he doesn't need to go about saying that. However, I think he's also seeing that he lost Sierra. Sierra is a hell of a woman. And now Russell, a person that he thinks is lame, got your woman. Right. And I think there's a lot of bitterness there. Oh, for sure. He He can't wrap his brain around it. How somebody like Russell can get his girl and she's happy and excited and also raising your child right and i think uh when someone is perceived of as like lame and they don't look as cool Mm -hmm. and they're not uh, and also also can we talk about russell still having that bag okay he could still put sierra on a private jet and buy her the latest collection of dior so so i think that's what he's mad about too she's not she's not with a lame broke guy she's with this superstar this football superstar and it's just like I think he's just having a hard time wrapping his brain around it. And it's just like, you have to sit with that. You lost a real one and a bad one, okay? Listen, and she uh, she's happy. She's And she's happy. She's I think that's happy. what kills him. Like, she posted something the other day about, like, rise above. She looks phenomenal. She has her family. She has a brand new baby. You know, Future, just stay mad about it. Like, who are you mad at, me or yourself? Meanwhile, Future, you're having more babies with more women. 
talking about how but you can't because marry he's not him. solid because he's not solid in who he is and right. he also said that he doesn't have he didn't have any male figures to look to to show him what a real man looks like that real man looks like russell but also when i hear things like that and how old is future future's older he's in his 30s yeah um it's like okay so now that you've acknowledged that you didn't have those things when do you stand up and say all right something about me needs to change i clearly have a pattern um i'm having i think he said he's on his sixth baby mother Mm -hmm. uh which he said he can't marry any of them because one would get mad Mm -hmm. which i was just like the games we play Uh, so they didn't get mad that you got another one pregnant and then another one pregnant and like they didn't get mad at that or like you think that's not something they're used to Mm -hmm. um and so I think, I think at some point, like you can, you know, come up with these and excuses. Uh, but I think once you acknowledge them, it's like, where do you go beyond? Right. That? And but but also understanding that everything in Future's life has enabled him to with this behavior that he's now showing the world, right? Mm-hmm. And how he's been living his life. So even if he feels like there's something wrong, the world doesn't reflect that. He's very rich. You know, he has whatever women, he has the lifestyle. So he might feel like something is wrong with the way that he's moving and navigating in the world, but nothing else reflects that. Right. And also, like, people might know that something's wrong or they want to change something, but they don't know the process. They don't know the steps to take. Mm -hmm. So I think he might be in that space where it's like he wants to do better. He just doesn't know how to do better. But that's his responsibility as a man, as a grown man, to figure that out for himself. And also, if there are any other real men around him, which I don't think there are, they should tell him like, yo, like you need to shape up. Like you need to do better. Mm -hmm. Let me show you how. Or let me help you how. Oh, they all ride his coattail. That's like, what I'm saying. He's Nothing about him is solid. That's why he's moving in the world the way that he is. But we're not interested in that because Sierra's cheekbones is just flourishing. Listen, and the baby's beautiful. Dancing, and Russell is... Having a good time. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Uh, you can't stop life. this joy. Loving And life. that's what he's not mad about. Not speaking about you. Not saying your name. Like, I don't... I can't even figure out the last time I heard her say Future's name in an interview. For what? For what? I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. Catch and, up. <laughs> oh, my God. Get here if you can. Right. But, yeah. And, yeah, also, and like you said, like, he's raising your son. Yeah, and, you should have respect for that. And man. which it seems like your son seems to love him. Like, anytime I've ever seen Sierra put up a video with that little boy and Russell, mm-hmm. he is happy. He's like, Papa, Papa, yeah. Russ, Papa. Like, that, I think that's what, that's what hurts. Like, I see a lot of comments online about other men saying... Like, oh, you should respect that man as a father or he shouldn't call Russell like his dad or Papa or any of those things. I'm like, that man is in that boy's life and he's raising that kid on a day-to-day basis. And they're married. That's not her boyfriend. That's his stepfather at the end of the day and he's showing up for him. Right. Not saying Future is not showing up for him, but at the same time, that baby's with Sierra every day. Mm -hmm. She's married to Russell. He sees Russell every single day. You should be lucky that there's a man, a solid man in his life. Right. You know, like, I don't don't care what anybody says. Like, I love Future's music. Let me just go ahead and say that. However, I don't support the man. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to, to separate the art from the artist. I know that's a huge conversation we're having now around R. Kelly, which is a totally different subject. But Future, it's like I'm in my bathroom getting ready in the morning with Future on low because I can't explain to my husband why I'm blast- why I'm liking Future and playing Future. I can't explain why, and I don't have a good explanation. It gets you ready for New York. It does. It gets you ready for 
that train or that cab ride or like whatever you're gonna deal with i feel so much shame and being a closeted future fan okay i'm the president of the harlem chapter of new york (laughs) okay like we need to talk about it but you know i don't support what he's doing and how he's carrying himself and conducting himself in these interviews and he needs to be stopped i agree yeah, like, I just think he should just top, stop talking about that situation in particular. Like, let it go. That man ain't going nowhere. And you ain't going nowhere. Like, y'all both have to cope. Y'all have to cope. All of y'all have to co-parent. All of you have to co-parent. And that's the main focus. At the end of the day, let's that's all get, that matters. Let's get that job done. That's it. I support that. So, messy, messy, messy. <laughs> okay. Um, you, got, you got individuals in the live sending me essays. What, what did they have? What did oh, they have? oh, wait. Wait, who is this? One second. For the, the listeners, we're um, on live right now, so... Listen, the mom could help establish the boundary. I'm speaking from a stance that I don't know how involved Future is, but he's available and present. She could tell her son to call Russ something else. Uh, you know. Um, I don't... I don't... I don't know. I just feel like if... He's in the household and, he, and the child feels comfortable calling him dad or papa, then that should be fine. Like when when parents or step parents force the kid to call them dad or mom or whatever, yeah, that's problematic. But if the child feels okay with it and he feels comfortable and not weird about it or it's not awkward, then I think it should be fine. I think it should be okay. I called my stepdad dad when I was, and I I don't think I think it was just like I was so young that like I didn't. It's actually a weird situation. I didn't know that my dad wasn't my dad until like I kind of was putting like two and two together because my little brother was very Mm light-skinned and I was brown and I was like okay you know I don't think oh you know I don't know (laughs) I was like also kind of young so I was just like oh no and then one day my mom like had to talk with me um but, like, I didn't feel any ways about it because he, he was raising me. Mm-hmm. Like, he, my mom met him with two kids. He was, like, okay. Like, he accepted it. He loved us. He was, like, he was, so it's just, like, I, I can't be mad at that. I can't. Right. No. And as I got older, I met my real father, and now we have our own relationship. But, um. It sounds like co-parenting really worked. Yeah. I, well, you know. That's for a later conversation. My dad is my dad. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, it's one of the things, like, when you're such a young age, it's like, what do you call that other person who's raising you every single day? Right. I was with my stepfather every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to call him Damone. That's his <laughs> name. Or Damon. 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 They either call him Damon or Damon. But it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What I'm going to call him at such a young age. Damon, Damon, Damon. It's just yeah. like... I just feel like whatever the child's comfortable with. Right. As a step-parent, like, you shouldn't really dictate what the child should call you. If they want to call you dad, that's cool. If they want to call you by your first name, I think that should be fine, too. But mm-hmm. that's just me. I agree. All right. Um, The next... So, okay, I have another question. Someone asked about emotional intelligence and why are people such terrible communicator listen i'm a cancer so i feel like i'm the authority in the space to speak about Can emotional you a intelligence background on cancers because i have no clue oh my god cancers like we are the most loving caring t- 
territorial, territorial, loyal individuals. Like, I can't really speak too much about cancer men and their traits, but cancer women, like, we show up for you. We're diligent about our friendships and loving the people that we care about. Um, you know, sometimes we play the victim, which I'm, which I'm working on. Um, but, you know, it's just at the end of the day and the heart of a true cancer um, where we're fierce about the love we have for our friends and our family and individuals we care about and we're extremely loyal, um, almost territorial sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, so now we can get into... You see Cancer Gang in this, yes. Oh, really? You see? We, oh, listen, squat up! Where the quirk is at? Are y'all there? They're not here. This no? Cancer Gang. It's just <laughs> Cancer Gang. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, so emotional intelligence and why are people terrible communicators? Oh my God, that's a lot. I think that I think so much plays into that. Like, no, it, it does. I mean, oh my God, it's just a lot to unpack. But I just feel like emotional intelligence isn't something that people even think about. Like I was, I remember reading like essays and texts in college that talked about how the best leaders in the world are able to to be to have a level of emotional intelligence and also to be an incredible leader you have to have some sort of level of emotional intelligence understanding having empathy for individuals like uh understanding like what their passions are what their what drives them what their values are and connecting with individuals in a real way um that's why they say women are better leaders because we have that level of empathy and emotional intelligence that men just don't have um but at the same time too i think it's difficult for people to even prioritize that because they don't even know anything about it it's not something we highlight talk about uh discuss um at all I mean I didn't know it was a thing until I was in college Mm -hmm. and when I heard somebody talk about it I didn't even think it was a real thing I just thought it was a term some psychologist made up but doing more research and finding out about it you know it's really helped me lead in ways that I don't think that I would have been if I didn't do that research. Right. Um, and connecting to women like I do now, um, it really helps me identify with women and their struggles and a number of other things and be, be able to connect in a way and a bit deeper than I've never had before. Um, but as far as not being able to, or she said, why is it so difficult to communicate with individuals? Um, why are people terrible communicators? Oh, because it's not a priority for them to 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 be more effective communicators. I feel like it's, with anything, it's about the work you put into it. You know, if you know you're a terrible communicator, work on it, put forth some energy, some effort, do research. You know, like I said, Google and YouTube are your friends. If you know something is a problem in your life and those issues consistently come up or rise to the top, do something about it. And I also think that uh, people have to stop listening to respond and start listening to understand Ooh, and tweet that another tweetable moment like you you always want to like go back go back go back respond back respond back respond back instead of really taking in the words that the person on the other end is saying especially when someone is telling you something you don't like it's easy to be like yeah i mean that that's that's a real point i mean i mean as a cancer i don't like criticism Right. So it's hard for me to even to hear constructive criticism. And, you know, with my writing, like you literally cannot be a writer without receiving that criticism to be become better. Um, And I think a lot of the time that's why I kind of shied away from it or I didn't want to dive deeper into it because I resented that criticism. Mm -hmm. But that's something that is important. Understanding, obviously, 
being able to differentiate between what's constructive and what's just cutting you down um first but also understanding that they're individuals like for instance like free he looks at my newsletter every single night Mm -hmm. before i send it out in the morning and he gives me feedback and i receive it because free is a great writer too right and the thing is it's like being able to receive it because we're in a safe space together you know and that matters to establishing that safe space and knowing that this person wants the best for me that they care about me and it's easier for me to receive it Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that I do with my husband, my friends, my family, um, because I know they care for me. It's easier for me to receive it rather than people on social media. Like somebody could send me the same message, like, oh, I found a typo in your newsletter last night, and I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight. What you looking so hard for? Yeah, like nobody asked you to subscribe. Right. You got Bye. the word, right? You still you still was able to read everything, right? <laughs> you so, got the message, right? You got the message, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a very, like, complex question but ultimately i just feel like people aren't really taking the time to be more effective communicators you know they're more interested in in talking you know what i mean and getting their points out Mm -hmm. instead of like being heard or or being received like it's sometimes listening is the hardest thing to do yes and in order to be a, a great communicator you have to be able to listen um that's something i'm still working on um you know i don't want to be somebody who's not able to listen to things that ultimately are going to help me grow and be better so i think that's a big part of it too same and the aquarium me always thinks i'm right like i always feel like i got shit figured out Mm. speak on speak on that like what are some traits of being an aquarius um we are very headstrong we're a little weird we could be a little awkward We're always thinking about the future, so very, like, forward thinking. We always have a new idea in our mind of, like, some business or something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people think we're sneaky, but we're just quiet and very to ourselves. And I don't think... People don't like when they don't know what's going on up here. Okay. So when you're, like, to yourself and you're really quiet and you're, like, scoping out the room, people are like, why aren't you saying something? Like, mm. what's going on? Interesting. Um... What else? What else? I think I said we are very headstrong. Um, we are... Oh, listen, Aquarius gang in this bitch. Okay. Gang, okay. gang. Shout out to you. Oh, my God. I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> oh, they're they're in here for real. Wow. Yes. See? Okay. I told you. Okay, gang. Aquarius are here. Um, <laughs> but I think, like... Oh, and we're also, like, we're oh, really... Somebody said observant. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, and we we like to, like, read people out. So, like, before we... We don't let a lot of people into our circle. Okay. So, before we actually let you into our circle, we're going to we're gonna figure you out. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out if you're a good person or not. Like, we need to know everything because we're we not playing that shit. We're not... Okay. No I negative Nancy's over here. Like, we're reading it out. So, I think, like... I think we're good. Okay. But uh, too headstrong and we think we know everything. And we... You know, kind of do, but kind of don't. So <laughs> that's something I'm working on. Like, I don't know everything. Okay. But, you know. So that is what it is on that. What else do I have? Um, Have you seen uh, Soldier Boy's recent? Yes. Um, I was talking about this on my story the other day. Okay. It's Big Draco season. Okay. If you didn't know. Okay. Like I said, it was big dick energy before, then it was big boss bitch <laughs> energy, and now we've ushered into big Draco season, mm-hmm. okay? Listen, Soldier Boy came with the receipts, okay? Put some respect on his name, and that's how I'm showing up to every space, period. Like, I receive it, Soldier. I receive it. I put respect on your name. I remember you had the receipts. 
that's just it. Everybody else fall in line. I'm not gonna lie. I think we did forget about Soldier Boy. Yeah, no, I we think did. we we forgot about what Soldier Boy brought to the yes, to especially the game. to like. First of all, without Soldier Boy, all of those, um, all of the people who are out now, like the little Yachty's, the the little the yeah, funny ones, yeah. all the ones who are like, I can't even get into them because like I don't <laughs> listen to them. But y'all listen, know what I'm the, the, about. the newest one that I heard about just the other day, Blueface or something like that. I heard about him too, but I heard he's actually really good. Is he? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just too many popping up, and I'm start. I feel like I'm starting to creep into that age where it's just like, who? Oh, what? The new baby? Okay, look. But there's a new Little artist every day. Hat. Like, you can come out with a song tomorrow, I'm ready. so can I. I'm actually ready. You actually, know. we could hop on a song, with release the beat. it. We just need a dance. We need a hook. That's it. It's that yeah, easy. Young Cheekbone. That's going to be my name. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm yeah, Listen, Young, no, like, No Pores. That's going to be my name. Young, No Pores. And all you need is a good beat. That's and a it. Good, a good song. Listen, you could be called, like, Young Blowout or something uh, like that. Like Young Bob. Oh my god. Listen. Listen. We're ready to go. Listen. Um But yeah, we definitely we forgot. And he showed up to let us know. Yeah, he really came with receipts. This and that's one thing that I respect. I, I respect it. I respect it. And like, you know, I didn't watch all the interviews with academics and um who's the other the other guy, Wayno and the young woman. Like I didn't I didn't watch all of it because it was getting to a point where it was kinda ridiculous. But also like I think there's There was some trolling in that interview. But also also like, you know, obviously he's been using drugs. Yes. And no one's talking about that. And that's problematic. You know, he's the butt of every joke, but obviously like we need to talk about his drug usage and if he's okay. I don't even think Soldier's thirty yet. And he looks 45, 50 years old. He looks worn down. He looks tired. He like, looks tired. Yes. It's, yeah, he's been using, well, at least I think. I don't know, obviously. But he doesn't look good is what I know. And it's just we need to address that. He doesn't need to be the butt of jo- any jokes. Like, yeah, it was good for clicks. It was good for page views. But what are we doing now to address things that are ultimately affecting, like, young people in rap or, you know, I don't know if you saw the interview of Future the other day where he admitted that he doesn't do drugs. But he couldn't be truthful in his rap. Yeah, he was, like, nervous to say that. But it's like, why not you be that person to be like, that shit is whack, that shit is lame, people are dying. It's irresponsible is what it is. Mm. And the thing is, it's like you're talking about lean and, and perks and all of these things, and it's just like you don't even engage with that that usage and it's just it's really problematic for me but i mean at the end of the day soldier boy came with receipts and everybody needs to put respect on his name and i'm supporting soldier me too and also i'm supporting him getting some help like, uh, absolutely is 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 something going i'm waiting on. for somebody to have that conversation mm-hmm. yeah i don't i think uh they're more concerned with the with the trolling oh absolutely i mean he's good for entertainment yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, listen, Soldier Boy is on all, if you check the credits, he's there, okay? He has receipts and he's done his work and he's still producing great music um even if you know, he's not actually releasing it or he's not it's not his song. He's on the credits behind a lot of major artists. Right. And it's like he's doing the work. You know, that's why he's so passionate. Imagine if we were all passionate as Soldier Boy about our stuff. Listen. Our projects, who we are, like knowing, like there's nothing you could t- tell me to shake who I am. Right. My self identity, like my self worth. Like mm-hmm. he values himself. That's why I was like, oh, it's Big Draco season. I said, I'm ready to go. 
And he's slapping his off. I'm like, what? An act up king. An act up king. What's going on? Like, <laughs> can we get a break? Are you breathing? Like, we, we good? Oh, but yeah. He's like, I mean, I definitely, he made a lot of great points in some of the interviews that I was looking at. And I just think it, like, it kind of, like, woke us up again. Because, mm-hmm. uh, at least to, like, what he created. Yeah. And what's become of that. Even though there's a lot of bullshit out here. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, he was at the forefront. He was. Of everything that's kind of happening now in hip hop. Yeah. And he does deserve that credit. Absolutely. Even if he like, he's doing it by screaming in people's faces, <laughs> telling you to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just like, he's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this is, that's it. Let's, let's round it up. <laughs> Cool. Um, no, I'm excited that you made some time for me today. I'm glad we actually had this conversation. But um, yeah, I mean, the daily newsletter every single day uh, at 6 a.m. You can check out my Instagram page or even go to irunwithlulu.com to subscribe. Um, I pour my heart and soul out into the newsletter every day. And I'm excited that people are connecting with it. Um, I'm always accessible. Um, it's I Run with Lula on all my social handles, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, But yeah, reach out to me. Uh, Let me know your thoughts, your feelings. Um, You want to chop it up about anything. I'm always down. Yes, and it's a good read too. So make sure you subscribe and make sure you follow her on Instagram as well because she's funny. (laughs) It's it's always something, but it's good. Uh, And I feel like there's a message behind it, which I really like. It's not just like, for bullshit so i'm into that um so thank you for being on the show thank you guys for listening and i'll be back next week awesome bye